Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Michael Calderon Show. We're so glad you could join us uh, this wonderful evening. If you're here in South Florida, then it's a beautiful, beautiful, sunny evening and, and really hot. Uh, we have, uh, we've been, we're, we're so excited. We've been uh, talking with, uh, with Cavi Sonos, who is our special guest today. And before we bring her on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and, and her background. Cavi uh, Sonos is a highly successful and accomplished fashion and fitness model. Her undeniable beauty has graced the pages of magazines, international runways, and endless internet pages. As an IFBB pro figure competitor, she has once again garnered international attention as an advocate for a healthy life. As a recovering anorexic, Cavi has found a new passion on sharing struggles with a life-threatening eating disorder that helped pave her success, which inspired her to be the founder of the Revolution of Healing, a community that focuses on mental health fitness and nutrition. Uh, Some of the causes that that she's passionate about, children, civil rights and social action, economic empowerment, education, health, human rights, disaster and humanitarian relief, poverty alleviation, and social justice. She's a great, great humanitarian and human being. Uh, I've personally known her for a number of years, uh, having first met her uh, at a a wet networking event years ago. Um, so many more accolades uh, that go along with her bio, and I don't want to give it all away uh, without bringing her on. So, um, without further ado, we're going to bring on Cavi. Cavi, how are you? Hello, Michael. Thank you so much for having me tonight, and I just want to say hello to everyone that's listening. Thank you for spending your night with us and taking the time to listen to uh, to us talking. Hello. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Cavi, let's uh, let's start from the beginning. Let's start uh, talking about a uh, little bit about your childhood. Yeah, well, um, I had a rough childhood. Um, I think a lot of people do. Um, that stems our roots of our inner child to how we are growing up as an adult, and our insecurities and vulnerabilities um, really start off, you know, at that small age. So. Um, I have like a very strict disciplined childhood and, um, I was like a perfect child. I was very perfectionistic from the beginning. Um, that's just kind of never gone away. And, um, I remember my therapist at a young child, childhood age gave me a book, like the, uh, the pleasures of not being perfect, you know, and I just couldn't understand it. And so this with other kind of like OCD kind of situations of um, my exercise and my food and, and strict discipline actually paved my career. So um, I've used, you know, what people were saying was a weakness. I used it as my strength to really feel, you know, pave my way to where I am today. And that's really talking about, right. talking about what we're going to, you know, speak about tonight. So, so yeah. Um, and then when I was getting older, I started modeling and I was really obsessed with, what I was looking like I had to um, mainly in my abs and I never noticed like my limbs going so thin. I just was, I just wanted a six pack and I didn't know how to do it. And there wasn't, you know, back then there wasn't the internet and there wasn't information. Fitness was not really a big thing except Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, (laughs) pumping iron, you know, that was really it. Um, And so I thought just 
ignorantly not knowing, and this is why education is so important to me, I thought the less I ate and the more I ran miles, like I would get the six pack. And that started to stem into to my crazy eating disorder of 25 years. So, wow. so there, <laughs> that's the right. start. Um, yep. Yeah, and, um, and just going through the process of trying to heal with a, you know, with just a lot of eating issues, I realized um, through the journey, it was really my insecurities and vulnerabilities that I had to heal. Um, and being, you know, a model for 15 years and being on stage, getting judged and winning first places with my physique, I still wasn't happy. It didn't matter. It was what was inside me, you know, that was just so painful. That's what I wanted to like conquer. And, um, it took me, you know, several years to, to realize that. And so that's where I think I should talk about, you know, that these types of issues, because, you know, that's what I think really the pain is you know, in there. So right. no matter what you accomplish, if you don't deal with, you know, your inner self, you're never going to really find inner peace and happiness. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Cavi, um, where was, uh, where was that point of awakening for you when you realized there was a problem? Oh, when I'm in the hospital, that was a good wake up call. Um, it was a huge denial thing. Um, it's a whole different world. I mean, I think for any type of addiction or mental issue, I have several, obviously, <laughs> just with the eating disorder, but it's just that they're all unique. And in the anorexia bulimic world, it's a different world. Um, we're very, um, I guess, kind of snobby. We look down on people that eat. Um, so we feed off of that. Of they, we think they don't have any self-control and we have all the self-control in the world because we didn't eat for 10 days or whatever ritual that we're doing, which is many, <laughs> many, many rituals. But, um, and so you get into this like competitive thing of like, okay, well, um, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to eat or I'm going to be smaller than this person and then myself and all that. And, and you get swept into it and it becomes your entire life and you don't realize you have a problem. Um, because especially with women, um, the thinner you are, the higher my paycheck was when I was modeling, um, right. you know, the more attention I would get, the more like that was being pressured in, on me too. So I'm like, you know, I'm getting work, I'm getting paid more. And I think I look fabulous. I'm tiny, you know, and all that, whatever. And um, that said it as well. So had to be, had to be a really big wake up call for me. Um, and even my first time in the hospital, I did not want to recover. Um, that's when right. I actually picked up all the things of bulimia. I didn't even know what that, I didn't even know how to do it. I wanted to. And I learned that it's kind of, I guess, probably like people in prison, <laughs> you come out a worse criminal. Right. Like I learned, came out as a, you know, more severe, you know, eating disorder, had a more severe one. Um, and so until I got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I really want help, which is, a, it, it's not black and white. It just, it's a long journey um, until you get to that. Like, I'm like, I'm kind of over it. Um, is when you can actually start healing and start working on yourself of, you know, what's causing all of, all of this. Um, and, you know, I don't think you ever get healed. You find a peace and a balance. And every day, you know, I hear my eating disorder voices talk to me. I just do not act on that behavior anymore. Sometimes I want to, and so these are harder than others. But it's like I use my coping skills or remember, this is something that I'm going to be talking about um, on my mental health workouts. I have a page of when I was in such pain. I have pictures of 
like demons and pictures of just how I felt of the pain and how low I was in a prison. And so when I like want to rebound or whatever, I look at that page of how low I was when I was suicidal, when I was helpless, when I wanted to die, you know, all every day. Um, that's what I look at and I'm like, okay, it's not worth it. You know, I don't want to go back to that spot. Um, so, you know, so that's just something very important. I think for all of us, a motivation, um, it's not like the before and after picture, you know, it's not because right. your physique is temporary. I mean, t- let me tell you, I mean, I had a six pack and then the next day I don't, I mean, I'm, <laughs> this is what I've done for so many years. <laughs> so it's like the, the physique right. is like, it, you know, and once you're like accomplishing that physique, normally you're not even happy because you're worried about all the parts you don't like and you don't focus on like all the awesome things that are, you know, what you could possibly be looking like. You don't even focus on that. So, um, especially when you're competing. You know, it, you, you don't think about like, oh, I look fantastic here. You're worried about the areas that you need to improve to try to win. So you're never really enjoying it. And then it goes away and it's temporary. And then you're always kind of fighting to catch that carrot again, you know, and you never find like the peace and happiness. And so if you focus on your mental health of it, um, that's when you can find the peace and happiness. I don't have to have a before and after picture. I want to have a before how I felt and the pain I was feeling and the stress and anxiety and just all the stuff that's going in life. And then I go do a yoga session or I lift heavy or I do a cardio session or I just walk out in nature. And then I feel so much better in these different areas of my life, you know, and that's the motivation, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I I tell people all the time um, when the pain of where you are is greater than the fear of where you're going, you'll get up and go. And, you know, we all have a threshold and once we cross it and we have that breakthrough moment, it's that pain that we can do one of two things with. We can either lie down and surrender, you know, or you know, lie down and get back up and work on getting better and getting stronger Absolutely. and feeding <laughs> the demon, you know. Um, I want to mention if, if anyone has a question for Cavi and you want to call in, the number is 929-477-1785. Again, that's 929-477-1785. And um, we're going to go to, uh, to Sarah, who has a question for you, Cavi. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Hold on one second. We're going to. I'm working on connecting her right now, and I believe she's on. Sarah, you there? I am here. Thank you for having me um, call in and answer my questions. I just heard your story, and you're so inspirational. Um, I'm also a fitness model, and I can totally relate to what you're what you're saying because, like, people tell me I'm beautiful, but all I think about is macros and micros and my next show and like I I work um, full time but I'm always worrying about like not eating or eating or working out working Mm -hmm. out twice a day or like spending three four hours and it's like an obsession of mine I I go to bed I listen to fitness videos like I I feel like so overwhelmed I'm never happy people tell me I'm beautiful but in my eyes like I feel so fat. Like, every time I look in the mirror, I just, like, 
don't like the way I look. I look at my, mm-hmm. I look at my curves, like it just goes away, and then I start eating again, and then mm-hmm. the weight, like on the scale, reflects it, and I feel so depressed. And all I think about is like not eating or just like overeating, and then the next day going to the gym for like four or five hours, six hours, and being really mm-hmm. grumpy at home. <laughs> it's just a horrible cycle. And your story is so inspirational. Thank you for sharing. Like, I, I'm trying oh, to hun. get better. <laughs> hun, it's a long, you know, first of all, hugs. And I, I'm just so right there. I have some blogs that I've written. One is um, Cupcake Seduction, and the other is The Scale. And I know you're going to just laugh your ass off when you read it because you're going <laughs> to really relate to it. And, and it's really so true. A million people can tell you you're beautiful, and it's how you feel inside. And, you know, it's like when I post stuff on social media, I'll get a million, I, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. None of it matters. It's I it, when I'm not happy with myself, it, it really doesn't matter. So I know what you're saying with that, and um, it is an obsession. And that's what I'm saying is having a peaceful balance. Um, I was doing three a days. I've been doing three a days for nine years, and I'm trying to stop. I'm, I'm really trying to stop and just like do two a days and sometimes one time a day. And it's, I have to do a lot of journaling. That's when my eating disorder voice comes up. That's when I want to starve. That's when I want to, you know, just all these bad behaviors. And it's, uh, that's why I say you never truly heal. It's peace and balance. And then, and, like, there's, like, all these people that enable you, or, like, my friends, they're all oh, absolutely. fitness models, bodybuilders. And then oh, absolutely. Really, like, yep. you look down mm-hmm. about, like, people eating, and then you feel like, oh, you can't control yourself. And, like, the, the, yep. the voices in your head, like, start at a volume, and then they start yelling at you, like your mom used to yell at you. Yes, absolutely <laughs> they do. It is, yep, it's so true. And this is going to be the, the 10... I don't want to call them steps, but these 10 avenues that I've been writing, I'm going to write a workbook eventually and all this. Is this going to really help you? Because um, this is what helped me. And uh, I realized, like, my training now, like I said, it was it's for my mental health. Yeah, I just really wanted to compete again, and I'm preparing for another show, and it's like – I feel like yeah. really sad already because I haven't even started the preparation. But I, I you already know, to... you know the hell you have to go through <laughs> for twelve weeks exactly. or whatever it is. Yep. And then yep. when you and... like go in front of a judge and they like reject you, the feeling of rejection is yep. so saddening. Like you don't feel accepted anymore, and like you feel just. You want to do better the next time, and I and I'm at that mindset where I want to do better. But how did you feel? Like my question was, how did you feel when you were rejected on stage and like you didn't place? Did you? How did you uh, not get fat? You know what I mean? Like, did you eat more, or did you like eat less, or did you pursue like until you placed first? I um mine was different. Mine wasn't motivation of that. Mine mine was such eating disorder. Um, after the show, I ate because I starved myself for long so long. But that was always my pattern for my my anorexia like bulimia pattern for 15 years. So what I wanted, what was, really made me mad was my coach didn't have. His only reason why I competed was to try to overcome my eating disorder. That's it. And I just happened to win first most of the time. I won second place. Um, two weeks before I won my pro card, and that motivated me to starve myself for two weeks to actually win my pro card to be honest with you um and then um my pro debut i took ninth i had um i had food poisoning uh which is a long story and so i was just too thin and that's why and i loved my look i loved it (laughs) but they thought i was too thin but my miss anorexia here loved it 
And then um, my last show I did in 2014, I didn't even place. And that's when I was like, I'm done with this because it was a lot of, it was politics. um, It was a bunch of different things. And I was like, I don't need this anymore. Um, So, so mine wasn't the eating afterwards of like depression. Mine was because of my bad behavior. Uh, But I believe that pretty much, I would say 90% of people in that industry either have an eating disorder or you get an eating disorder. It just, that's just what it is. And this is becoming more rapid and especially in men, it's happening for men now. Um, Well, I think it always has been more prevalent and people can talk about it more. And it's really truly finding inner happiness with yourself, doing it for you, go up there. You know, you did your best. You think you look great. Screw what the judges think. You don't need to prove anything to anyone anymore except for yourself. And then when you get start getting proud of yourself, then you're going to have the peace. It's a long journey, but you're going to do it. So we're connected now. <laughs> oh, we're working. I mean, this is what, this is what I'm building for. This is one avenue of so many different, I mean, so many people are hurting. I put this website up last week. It's been up for like five days and I've already had hundreds and hundreds of emails of people just up so many different avenues. And so this is why like I would, it's just great to have such a channel that so many avenues of ways we can talk about this stuff. Cause you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. And, and Cavi, uh, let me just interject real quick. Give us that web address for your page. It's www.therevolution, R-E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N of healing.com. So therevolutionofhealing.com. And right now it's just one page. It's just to contact me. Um, I'm building all this stuff. Like I said, I just thought of this even a week ago. Um, I was wanting to do mental health fitness for so long. And so when I put it out there, um, especially on LinkedIn, it would ha- I had such a huge response, just hundreds and hundreds of people that were like, I want to be involved. I want this all over the world. And so that's why I created this. So there'll be so many avenues and topics we can talk about than just this one of fitness. You know, we can talk about everything. And I know, Michael, I invited you <laughs> to have yes. a segment as well. So um, Absolutely. Yeah, so you know, I'm in. I would be I'm honored. In. <laughs> yeah. I am and definitely in. And healing. I guess- yeah. Yeah, I just subscribed on the page. So listeners, go to www.therevolutionofhealing.com. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Sarah. Thank you, guys. You were so amazing. I just want to um, get in contact with you and, like, chat more. Please. You're so amazing. Like, your your story is so inspirational. I would, I was like really feeling down and kind of nervous about like my next show. And I was hoping like I can get in contact with someone who's already done there and be just guide me. Like there are so many people out there. I have so many friends who have like, especially men, men, my ex, like he ended up in the hospital. Like we broke up because he was abusing steroids and right before the show, he Mm -hmm. landed in the hospital and I'm like so worried for him and I changed states because I couldn't get over like we were together for so long and and like getting over him and this like obsession I just want to be healthy doing so because it's really easy to go down a negative like spiral where it's like it comes down to an obsession like that's all you think about Mm -hmm. work and working out 
like making a living to look good. That's all you're thinking of. I mean, temporarily look good. Temporarily look good. You don't look temporarily, you know, that's what just the catch of it, you know. Well, you're not alone anymore. Send, email me on there and I would love to work with you on so many things like, you know, with the show as well and all of it. And I'm excited for you because it's, it's fun. It'll be fun. So email me and just, you know, and we'll be in contact and I'm happy to work with you and I'm so glad you called in. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And um, thank you as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, um, wow. What a, uh, what a tremendous interaction we just had. That was great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, I want to it's say, the power I want to say, I'm sorry. Of, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to say with something that Sarah said, and it's so true, I've lost so many 20-year-olds in the last two years from heart attacks and steroid abuse. And I'm not distant steroids or whatever. That's a whole other topic. But they're just abusing it. They have the Superman complex because they're so young and they're having heart attacks left and right. And it comes down to insecurities as well. And body dysphoria right. in a different way. They see themselves small. And so that's just a topic that is very important. It's, it's just rapid right now um, with, the, with this generation and stuff. So it's just something that we do need to talk about. And male dis- body dysphoria is so important to me. Um, when yes. I go back into the rooms of the hospital, more men are in there. And I'm just proud that they're actually having the strength to overcome their eating disorder and having the strength to, you know, admit it. Um, it's more common than most people think so anyway so i wanted to say thank you yes. Sarah, for no a- absolutely that. yeah no absolutely and and you know uh as as someone who's been on the treatment side you know um it's it's always more difficult treating someone with an eating disorder um than it is for someone say addicted to drugs or alcohol because alcohol and drugs they can abstain from but they can't abstain from food to survive so, you know, you, as, as, a, as a therapist working with someone with eating disorders, the therapist really has to um, work very carefully to help, you know, devise a plan that's going to work and that's going to include food, you know, um, mm-hmm. because you, you can't cut out food from someone's life. So it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a little more of a challenge, I'd say. Little more. I mean, I was always jealous that I was an alcoholic or drug addict because, right. to me, with something that is a gray zone, black and white, just don't touch it. But for with food, right. like you said, if from our mind, uh, is if I eat one bite too much, I have the I call it the effort. Excuse me, but you know, I'm like screw it and I eat everything because yeah. I screwed up that much. And then I starve myself. Like, and then if I don't eat enough in five days, I'm too hungry that my body hormones. I have to eat something. I mean, it's just like this huge gray <laughs> gray zone. Right. And, Gray is really hard. Balance is really hard in anything in life, you know? And so also when you're done competing or after being an athlete at whatever level, you know, um, it's just hard, like the depression level to stop and, you know, and, and not work out so much. And then what physically happens and your hormones happens and, you know, just the whole cycle. So, right. Um, right. yeah, so it's a whole gray zone. Absolutely. And I think most people, I think it's great for all of us. I mean, right. you know, like Sarah caught in, I'm sure that 95% of the people that see her think she's like so amazing and uh, amazingly in shape and beautiful. And they wish they could look like her, but they don't right. know the inner pain that she's going through, <laughs> but they're looking at her like, Oh my goodness. Like, that's what I want to look like. And they're jealous of that, you know, right. and then you don't realize what she's going through. So, um, so that's why it's just so important. I, like I, I said in the beginning, it's not about what your physique is. If you don't deal with it, what's inside you, the pain inside you, 
it really is not right. going to matter. And um, when we talk about celebrities and they all fail um, and people kind of laugh at it and can't understand, it's the same thing. You can be as famous or make, be as, you know, make as much money or be told you're so beautiful, but if you're not happy inside, it's not, it doesn't, you're still in a prison, you know? Right. So. Right. Because well, <laughs> wherever you go, there you are. Yes. You know, and, and, yes. and it's like, you know, uh, when when I'm treating those with addictions and, and they say, well, I'm going to move to Chicago or I'm going to, you know, go to California to be with family and, you know, I'm not going to get the urge to use there. And I say, well, what you have to understand is when you leave, your addiction goes with you, goes Absolutely. in your luggage with you wherever you go. So mm-hmm. unless you address the problem, you're going to just continue you know, to carry it with you. And, you know, Cavi, one of the things that, that um, has always, well, there's a bunch of things about you that have impressed me over the years since meeting you. Uh, first of all, you're a straight shooter. You <laughs> say what's on your mind. You don't beat around the bush. You're very direct. And I love that about you. I love your honesty. Um, that is a, an amazing quality to have. And, and, you know, that, that to me has been one of the most appealing things. And, and I think that, uh, you know, you and I have, have connected on many different levels, uh, on different topics and, and issues, you know. Um, but the other thing is that you have managed to balance a number of things going on in your life. You know, you've, you've had your competitions. You've had your eating disorder. You're the proud mom of twin boys. And twin girls. Uh, <laughs> twin girls, I'm sorry, yeah. twin girls. It's okay. And, um, and um, smack me now. <laughs> and 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 also, you know, running, founding, and and running a successful company. And mm-hmm. uh, and your girls are how old now? They're seven. Yeah, my angels are seven. So okay. They are. And, they've and been my motivation. Know, that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so let let's talk about how you've how you how you've really managed to to deal with this work life balance situation and you know and continue to be successful. I look, I know every day um every day for anyone is a challenge, right? The struggle is real for sure. But um but I know that that you continue to press on and 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 despite, you know, the challenges that are thrown your way, you continue to press forward. So tell us about that, that inner strength and, and being able to manage, you know, a multitude of projects going on at one time while being a mom to twin girls. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I'm honored by all, all that you just said. So thank you, Michael. Um, honestly, what it is, is, as I had said before, my eating disorder has, like, given me the path of my success. Um, everything is based on my training and my meals and my coping skills um, of my, my plan of recovery. So, um, because mine, you know, not many survive, not many, like, overcome, like, the, the serious anorexia bulimia that, <laughs> that I had. I know one other girl that's still alive. I mean, it's just very rare to come to a peaceful place when it was that severe. Um, and so with that, I'm always on eggshells of knowing I have to keep to my routine. So with saying that, um, 
I want to kind of go back when I, when I won my pro card, it was 16 months after twins and people are just amazed by that. And seriously, it was the pain that I was in that, that fed. Um, and that, that, I'm sorry, that was um, 16 months after giving birth to twins, right? Yeah. I won my, I won my IFEB pro card and um, yes. <laughs> and I was that much in pain. Um, that's what gave me, you know, the championship legs and the, all, just the fuel to to train so ridiculously insane and eat so perfectly clean. I actually had tilapia and broccoli five meals for 15 months straight with no cheating. I was that disciplined, and um, but it was my pain, and um, that's what I, that's why I want to say all this about mental health fitness because it's really the pain in my life and the anger in my life and the resentment and all the just all of it um, has been what fuels me to sprint and to exercise and and then it comes to daily storms, things that come into my life that stress me out. And I use that fuel to go exercise. And then I, my body looks better. I feel better. And normally I calm down a lot <laughs> from you. Know, as you know, you can, I can be very blunt. So, you know, calming down a little bit, not to have the roar so much, you know, so right. to scare everybody. So, um, <laughs> and sometimes when I do want to do business, I don't work out yet because then I can roar and I can be a boss. So, but, um, so everything has been based on that. So we're saying that I have to do cardio in the morning. If I don't, my day screwed up because of my eating disorder. So I have to be true to myself and do my workout or do my cardio before I eat breakfast. I've never eaten anything before noon still to this day. That's just something I have to deal with. And this is, this is what I'm going to talk about in my nutrition workouts or uh, plans is being honest about your food of when you want to eat, what you want to eat. Like, let's just keep it real and we'll work with it. So me keeping it real is I can't eat breakfast because once I start eating in the day, I do not want to stop. I want to just keep eating. So I have to prolong it until as long as I possibly can (laughs) mentally and emotionally until I can have like that food because then I'm in a danger zone for the rest of, of my day. I can possibly binge for the rest of my day. Like that's just my real. So, um, so then between after my, my, you know, my morning, I do all my business calls. My girls are in school now, so it's a lot easier. Uh, well, they're not in school right now for summer, but in the four days. Can't wait for school. Because <laughs> then I do a lot of business meetings in the morning, and it's great. Right. And then I do my second workout. Um, and then I do my, like, my emails and my second half of work then. And then I get my girls, and I do school with them. I'm a, I'm a mom for the rest of the night. I turn my phone off. Um, then, you know, do social media way late at night when they want to watch movies that bore me and we repeat every single day. So it's really been a blessing of getting my routine where I, if I get my workouts in and I keep on my diet plan, my body's going to look the competition if I want to do that. And then it's the small goals throughout the day. I have to do that small cardio. Then, um, with work, sometimes I get overwhelmed. So I'm just like for three hours, I do my calls, I do my emails then I do my second workout, de-stress, refocus do my second part of my of my work and then I'm a mom for the rest of the day so there <laughs> that sounds great that sounds great <laughs> but it, yeah. it's a full day so, it's a full day yeah. yeah I have to be I mean and that's just what I've had to do for myself that this is what works for me you know and that's where it's important to get that close to yourself and these are like the tools I'll be helping with other people of what's, what's worked for me. And, um, you know, we'll have other professionals as well with their viewpoint as well of, of, of all this and finding out what's really how you can be the best you for your empire. We all have an empire inside of us. So, it's Absolutely. Just, you know, 
just finding out what works for you. <laughs> and you can't right, compare right. because you don't know what works for somebody else might not work for you. And, and that's what drives me crazy about fitness because people are read something in a magazine or see something and you don't know what their metabolism is and what they're doing. And I mean, you can't compare it. You have to figure out what really works for you. And then you'll have those tools for the rest of your life, you know, of knowing, you know, if I eat a lot one day and then I go lift, that's going to gain muscle. Or if I don't eat, you know, it's going to lead me. I mean, just finding things out about for you, you know, your own plan, your own plan. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take a little break, and uh, I want to play No Trace of You by Danielle Morgan um, and John Merrigan. Uh, they're good friends in the U.K., and uh, Danielle's climbing the charts there in the U.K. She just came out with, with another uh, hit single, which is Shy, and if we have time, I'll play that at the end of the show because uh, she did send us a, a release copy. Um, but... Uh, but for you, Cavi, and and for Sarah, uh, I want to play No Trace of You because I think the words are so appropriate, and I think uh, I think you're really gonna gonna relate to to the words in the song. So we're gonna go to No Trace of You by Danielle Morgan and John Merrigan.
And that's No Trace of You by Danielle Morgan. Uh, what'd you think about, uh, what'd you think about those, uh, those words? I mean, they could, uh, did they hit home? Could you relate? Yeah. I, it's like you're a new person, kind of like you're right. setting back the old person. And now this is the new, the new you after the storm, after you stepped yourself back up so many times, you transform into your own uh, kind of like your own superhero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Superhero. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So if you have an opportunity, uh, check out her music, Danielle Morgan. You can also see the uh, the video on YouTube. Um, and uh, and again, for those uh, for those listening, um, if you want to go to uh, Cavi's website, Cavi, give us that website again. www.therevolutionofhealing.com www.therevolutionofhealing.com let's talk about uh let's talk about your company and uh and everything that that you've accomplished there oh my caviar my caviar is uh is very special um this is how we met <laughs> you and i yes, Michael. Indeed. so um indeed. yes and the, in the, in the wedding industry. And, um, I started caviar six years ago and it's just been an absolute fun ride. I, I have Swartzy crystals on ties and it's been huge. Um, especially in the, in the bridal industry, it's been a, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and different celebrities, different athletes do a lot of charity work with it, auctioning off. I have breast cancer ties. I have veterans ties. Um, I'm going to do domestic violence ties, um, so it's just a great way to kind of sparkle the world. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It is. It is. And and uh, and your ties have been worn at special events and by athletes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's been on ABC, NBA. It's been on the NBA finals. I know a lot of athletes that wear it um, in college and professional football. Like I said, ESPN. I just debuted it my high fashion runway in Kauai Fashion Week and the mayor, Bernard Carvalho, uh, rocked it. And it was great because he used to play for Miami, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Oh, so okay. I was like, I, yeah, so like my ties are kind of, you know, Miami-ish. They're the sparkle bling bling. So I, it was fun to be like, here, I brought Miami to you. And he had some good memories <laughs> of right. being in Miami, you know. So um, that was cool. And um, it's just, they're really, really popular. Um, I want to use them more of, as a tool to try to raise money for, for auctions and stuff. I just think it's such a big auction off. You know, people like to, you know, spend the money and give it to people in need. So um, so that's something that I'll be working on in the future. And then I'll, I'm going to do a casual fashion line with my caviar that should debut next year on the runway. So um, my head designer, Shah Ali, he, he's the head designer of Ahmad Couture. And his gowns are absolutely stunning. They're on like Miss Universe and on the red carpet. I mean, they're just absolutely stunning gowns. And so he's the head designer. We're going to do a casual line um, next year. And we also have a a men's suit line that we debuted in June on on Kauai Fashion Week. So, so yeah, so um, it's awesome to be back on the runway, high fashion, as a healthy girl. That was my goal uh, 15 years ago to come back as, I guess, kind of a bodybuilder. But um, now I'm a model and also a designer on the high fashion fashion runway as healthy, healthy, healthy. So, um, so that's just a life moment that 
I can't believe this happened and I'm proud of myself for it. And um, I hope to, you know, be kind of an inspiration for others to uh, display like a fitness, healthy look. Um, Because the runway was interesting. We got some rights as women um, for, you know, the really thin ones for so many years, but then it went to, you know, oversize (laughs) plus size. So those of us that weren't 90 pounds, we had to gain 30 pounds to be kind of overweight and that was still not healthy. Like we still haven't found the healthy balance yet, you know? So that's what I'm trying to represent um, is a healthy fitness look, um, but healthy. And one thing that drives me crazy, I want to put out there, these fitness uh, magazines that people look at, they are not healthy. Most of them, most of the the physiques are not healthy. And so, um, you know, um, they use all kinds of different substances and all kinds of extreme dieting. And, and they only only look like that for like an hour so I just want the people that the younger generation growing up to not look at that and expect to look like that because it's just right. unrealistic. And, right. um, and that's what starts feeding, you know, your insecurities that you don't look like that. And that's what some people think you can look like that every day. And you can't, <laughs> right. Right. M- majority, you know, you can't. So, you know, so to have this unrealistic, you know, expectation of that is, um, is just not fair to, you know, the, the youth growing up, you know, um, and so just to be honest out there, that's not re- reality. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, the best lighting and touch ups and all that. So don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, you bring up a great point because, you know, on this show, we had uh, uh, Crystal Lee, Miss California 2013, who was also the uh, first runner up to uh, Miss America 2014. And we also had Abby Curran who was uh, Miss Iowa USA 2008, who was the uh, first beauty pageant winner with cerebral palsy. And, uh, you know, amazing stories. But they talked about, you know, that strict regimen of really, uh, you know, and I'm going to use my own word. This is I don't remember the words they used, but pretty much what they described was somewhat of, of a miserable time in terms of you know <laughs> dieting and training and exercising you know uh and and always having to have this this perfect body for for the beauty pageants and and really mm-hmm. you know we also talked about the message that that sends to the young women today who are growing up what's the message they're getting you know when they're when they're watching TV and watching other you know other media platforms um, they're getting the message that this is the perfect body that you have to have, you know, otherwise, you know, you're, I don't know, you're, uh, can't think of gonna the word lose. right now. You're yeah, gonna you're going to lose. I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you're going to lose or, or you're a loser. <laughs> or, right, right. Well, yeah, in their head, they might think that. I, I don't think that we should take away from, like, pageants and all that. Just what makes me mad is people that don't talk about it. Like what that is a hard work. It's a lot of work, you know? Um, I think it's worth it, you know, for some people to put that time in and all the discipline and the dieting, but they don't talk about it, you know, and if you can be honest with the younger youth and be like, yeah, you can look like this. It's, we have an expression in my industry, the worse you feel, the better you look. So if you feel like you got hit by a truck, you probably are looking good. You're on track. Like the worst, you, <laughs> it's, it's not a fun time whatsoever. 
Um, and right. so just to say that to, to the youth and be like, you can attain that. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to have a social life. It's going to be, you know, uncomfortable and you're going to have sores on your feet from working out. So, I mean, just all of it, but you'll look like that temporarily, you know, and go for it. I mean, you know, right. there are rewards to that, but just to know what they're getting themselves into and also people talking about it afterwards, because afterwards with all this, with competing or beauty, anything that you're high at, whatever, it can be physique wise, it can be career wise, it can be just in life. Once you go down, you get depressed, you know, and then right. that's when these bad habits come in of either you drink more or you eat more or you get more, you know, and your voices are talking more and all that. And that's what also something we need to talk about, you know, is, um, I, 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 yeah, we were, con yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know we were connected when I was working out a lot with the football players and I would post stuff on social media. Um, because I never realized their life until I was around them. And, and most people would just be like, I will not feel sorry for football players. But I saw a different aspect of someone, just, just an athlete working their entire life, and they go out to a game, and they have no emotional, mental, or financial warning, and their knee is blown for the rest of their life, and they can never play again, and they're not going to make any more money. Like, all of this is taken away, and what else do they have really in their life, you know, and I can see why they get suicidal and depressed because they, you right. know, once you're at the top, you're not, you don't want to say, Oh, I can't afford these rims anymore. I can't afford this. Also the depression of you can't go play anymore. And what are you going to do with your, <laughs> what are you going to do with this energy right. and this, you know, and just the emotional emotional, And that's just anything in life. You know, that's just one, one um, story, but for any of us, you know, with any shock or trauma or whatever, you know, talking about issues after that of, of dealing with that anxiety and depression and the change in your life and for your family. You know, we all are affected by each family member with it. Absolutely. And, and you know, let, let's, let's talk about self-care for a second. And, you know, with, with the work-life balance and competing, uh, it's, it's got to be exhausting. I mean, you know, people in, in, in that role, like yourself, I mean, you're, you're juggling a bunch of things. You're juggling a business, being a single mom, um, competing, training, exercising. Um, don't you get exhausted? Yeah. I mean, I think in anything in life, like when you put your energy in some stuff, other people, other things in your life lack and mine is, has been my social life, you know, relationship life. Um, you know, I just, there isn't any time. Um, and so that's just something that's been my personal goal in the last six months of I'm actually hanging out with my friends for the first time. They've put up with me for, for 10 years of, <laughs> right. I have to go work out, you know, um, right. I, I had to work out all the time. I couldn't go to a wedding when I was invited. I had to go work out. I couldn't, you know, I didn't want, the last thing I wanted was to hear to go to dinner. Are you kidding me? Like that? I, I, I didn't even go out to eat. Like the first time was like in my thirties. I mean, it's, I just didn't do that. Those were calories I didn't understand. And I just, like, like Sarah said, it's an obsession. So, um, so, you know, so it's like in different things in life. I mean, some people are not, are so unbalanced that all they do is work and they don't have any training and, you know, or working out or whatever, or family time or whatever. And I've found my balance of it. Other things have lacked, and that's where I'm trying to, you know, life is a journey and you can keep improving. So I'm still improving on some aspects of trying to get, you know, that perfect balance, um, which changes every day, <laughs> despite right, what things right. throw in life, you know, and that's, that's life. That's all of us, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and, and what's, what's something that, that you do or you really want to do uh, to help you with, with self-care? 
Um, I think starting this uh, community is something that would really help my self-care. Um, I, I know there's always been something out there that I would be so motivated and inspired to start doing like workout videos and explaining my unique way of like training. And, you know, I've, I've been a strength coach and trained some of the top athletes in the world. I've been trained by some of the best coaches in the world in some, multiple different sports. Um, I'm just around such brilliant people. And I, I have so like my unique way of training on so, so many different aspects. Um, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not, you know, a fitness person, bodybuilder that thinks they know about training and all that. I, I come from strength conditioning, um, mainly football, um, <laughs> like hardcore sports, right. you know, and I, like I told Sarah, I did my, I did my first show just to try to, my bulimia was so bad. I just wanted the coach to tell me what to do and I would do it and just trust him that I would look like that in nine weeks or 12 weeks. And that's how I started getting into it. And so, um, you know, and now with coming through that and conquering a balance in my life and seeing how I can get that physique. Now I know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. So now that I know how to do it, um, I'm able to now give this to other people, um, share it to the world. It's very important for me to give this like free knowledge because I would have done anything for 10 years to know how to get a six pack and I didn't know what to do. And I almost died. I almost died. Right. And, um, you know, I couldn't afford a coach. I didn't even know how to get it. And I didn't know what to some people give you bad information. <laughs> you know, these personal trainers, they give you bad knowledge. That's my first trainer did. He put so much muscle on me that I, my body just like wanted to keep it forever. And here I'm an anorexic. I want to be tiny and I have all this muscle that I had to accept would never go away. So I had to make the best with my situation or I was going to kill myself. Seriously. Right. So it was the depression of that or my, okay, this is not what I chose for myself, but I'm going to deal with the best me I can be. And, and so I competed and that's just like my genetics. That's what they want to do. It wants to build muscle. It doesn't want to be tiny, you know, but accept who I am. So, so with saying that, so, you know, my, my other safety ones is, like I said, spending more time with my friends. I've been waiting so patiently and I am, I have, I'm doing really well with that. Um, and I'll keep going with that. And, um, also being kinder to myself. I still beat myself up if I don't, work out at least twice a day or um I always have everything calculated in my head of what I ate and how much training I did and um I know my body so well I know what I need to do to have a certain look and and things like that and um and one thing to put this out there for people one thing you don't realize when you do get a top physique and you do start doing modeling shots and all that people expect you to always look like that so right (laughs) you know so when I first did it, I thought it was for one show. I was like, yeah, I can do it for one show. Well, then I won the, the thing, you know, I'm pro. And it's like, oh, I have to look like this forever? Oh, my gosh. Like, I was motivated just for one, you know. And, oh, okay. And if I don't look like that, people know, like, I'm not in tip-top shape of how I potentially could be, you know. So so that's another thing that I had to go through of depression um, when I didn't feel perfect, you know, off-season or whatever. I would lock myself in the house, and I was depressed. I mean, you know, so these are the issues I, I would love to talk about because people don't realize what's going on in other people's lives. They think you have a perfect life and this and this, and you don't realize what, you know, demons they have to go through and insecurities and all that. Because in the end, we're right. really all the same. We are we're all the same. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. <laughs> really and, 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 you know, I think, I think, um, you know, TV and, and media, they, they paint a certain image of how your life is supposed to be. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, people don't know any better, and especially kids mm-hmm. growing up. You know, they, they see this particular TV show, you know, and, you know, I mean, when I was growing up, it was, you know, the Brady Bunch and, you know, <laughs> and Happy Saved Days. By the Bell. For know? me, it was Saved by the Bell, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> and, you know, you figured, okay, everything's hunky-dory in America. And, um, you know, that that's that wasn't. It wasn't realistic, at least for my uh, my home and and my growing up. You know, my 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 growing up was very different than um, than Happy Days or Eight is Enough or you know one of those shows. I mean, you know, first of all, I grew up in New York City. You know, uh, <laughs> so right in Washington Heights. So that's very different than. Then where oh, wow. eight is enough or or happy days was was right. being brought to us from you know, but uh, but you know it, it, I, I think it's about educating people and mm-hmm. you know um, they see one thing on social media sites and 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 on TV they see people and if you ever run into you know an actor or actress when they're just you know walking through the street or in the supermarket, um, they don't necessarily look like how they did on TV, <laughs> exactly. you know, and, and, yeah. and people have to understand, you know what, these are normal people. And, you know, we just put so much emphasis on the physical looks as well. And, and we forget, you know, how people are internally. We just focus on the external do you agree with that? I do. I do. And um, I think it's human nature of how mm-hmm. our society is, is. and, um, you know, and it can be a beautiful thing. I, I just want to talk about, you know, talk about stuff and, right. um, you know, have people vulnerable, you know, in high positions or just anybody. I mean, just like, yes. okay, yeah, I feel like that too. Or I go through that too. And, um, you know, just because you have fame, well, most of the time when you have fame, you're very lonely. Um, it's a very lonely world. And, um, you know, they don't have much to talk to people to talk to or whatever. And just to know they're not alone. That's for anybody. You know, right. you're not alone out there. And that's going to be really important for my website or for this whole entire community. It's like, I'm going to have it set up. Uh, so you don't have to register. You don't have to do it. I want free help for anybody. You, I don't care who you are. I don't need to know. Um, as long as you're getting help or if, if this helps in any way. Um, it's not a number popularity thing. It's not any of that. I, I would like numbers so maybe we can get some sponsors and advertising, you know, and, and really blow this up. But, um, but you're not, I don't have to know who you are or anything. It can be very private. Um, this is your own journey. This is it's very important to me that this is your own journey and you, you keep this to yourself on a lot of avenues um, and stuff. Right. So um, whatever way I can help, um, and I, like I said, I don't have to know who you are. <laughs> this is if you're watching right. and um, the videos or listening to any of the blogs or anything, if it's in a positive thing, good. That's all I care about. So just to help you out. Yeah. Right. And and, and I know people can <sighs> connect with you on social media, mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, they can just Google your name and and they'll get a bunch of hits, and they can see videos, etc. And I know that that you're passionate about many different humanitarian causes. Um, what would you say is at the top of your list? People, <laughs> people. I, you know, everyone in the world. Just I want to help and heal 
uh, humans. <laughs> I really do. And what's so beautiful about the internet is it makes the world so small, you know, so it's just such a beautiful thing of we're all connected now. So, so people is my number one and, and that, um, you know, in all different avenues of it, um, humanitarian to, you know, to, um, making you look good, to <laughs> making you feel good, right. um, well, you know, all of it. So just people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, that was uh, you thought. <laughs> no, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I know how you are and, um, you know, um, I, I love all of, all of the statements you make on, on social media, because again, you, you tell it like it is and, and you really don't hold back. And and I know sometimes people will will make certain comments to you, and you also don't hold back on your responses to them. Oh and, gosh! And I think yes. that you know, <laughs> you know, and, and and I think that's that's really good as well. And um, what a what do we see um, for the future with Cavi? I, I know I'm really excited about the revolution of healing. And uh, mm-hmm. and I know you and I we're going to partner on a bunch of things regarding the revolution of hearing of healing because I know I know we can do such great work together. Um, mm-hmm. So so what do we have on the future horizon with Cavi? Well, I will be still on the runway um, next year. I'm planning on doing three shows, so I'll be doing my runway modeling, which is so much fun, as well as my designs. Um, as a designer. And so that's my business side. And then um, as far as this, I'm going to try to do as many videos and blogs, get people with with webinars and just do as much work as I can um, spreading the word. And just, this is really my passion. Hopefully we can get it into some seminars and just, you know, we can be as big as we want to. I mean, this is all for all of us really. Um, Right. And um, yeah, (laughs) for all of us. And another thing that I got into that's been really healing is golf. Um, I go back and forth to how serious I am with it. It's a very, as everyone has ever played, it's a very humble sport. Um, but I'm surrounded by just so many. Oh, you're so lucky. You don't know. Oh, you're innocent. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, but uh, I, I just started playing really a year. <laughs> and I'm surrounded by so many amazing golf professionals and pro golfers living in Jupiter, Florida. It's like golf central. And it's just been right. such a blessing in my life. I love it. Um, I want to do golf tournaments for the revelation of healing and like just, you know, do all kinds of fun stuff, you know, with just the whole, all the connections that I have of, of all the aspects of it. So, um, so yeah, having a lot of fun trying to heal people and talk about the truth. How about that? (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know that uh, you're always, always welcome on this show. Thank you. So Thank you. Anytime, looking forward anytime. to work. Yeah, we're, we're going to do some you good know. stuff together. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, you're my favorite reverend out there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll put it way, you. Michael. You're my favorite reverend. Yeah. Thank you. It's I'm, I'm humbled a, by that. Oh, it's the truth. I just such an honor to be your friend. I think it's been five years, but almost five, almost five years, and yeah, um, just this, yeah, just to have both of us in our, you know, our journeys is just a really a beautiful thing. So there's going to be much more coming up. And um, I'm proud of everything you're doing. And thank you so much for having me tonight. And um, you're just amazing. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on. 
any any closing comments or, or anything you, you want to cover that we didn't cover? Well, I would just everyone that's listening or will listen, I just thank you so much for all your support. And um, I'm just really honored to have you along with my journey. It's it's been an interesting ride, as you can tell, but it's been a, it's been a lot of fun, and um, I just I have such a wonderful life. I'm just so grateful for all the blessings in my life, and it it's through the hard work that I've done on myself, and um, and anyone can have, you know, their dream come true. It's really true. Um, and to I let everyone know, like you're not alone, and um, right, you know, I'm here. I want to talk about. Just send me an email of stuff you want talked about, and. I'll do my best to get it all done, like seriously. And um, just use me as a vessel for what topics you need to learn about or talk about or hear about or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And, and and listeners, you know, listeners, you can, you can send us a message through the show page and I'll gladly forward it to Cavi. And, uh, you know, we can certainly have a follow-up segment, a particular episode. Um, um, I know I'd love to have you back on, Cavi. So, oh, absolutely um, love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. You're always welcome to come on. Uh, well, thank you so much, Cavi, for joining us on the Michael Calderon Show. I really appreciate it. Hugs to you. And uh, I know we'll see each other soon. We'll we'll uh, we'll grab some coffee, or or another health related drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you drink Thank coffee, you. so you know. I do. I'm a coffee addict. So Um, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to do this herbal tea stuff, this detox tea. So, you know, I might have a treat and have a coffee and <laughs> I'll have to have okay. a we have to go work out afterwards because I'll be so energized with the caffeine. Uh, yeah, yes, it'll be a lot indeed. of fun. <laughs> indeed, absolutely. All right. Well thank you so much for joining us, Cavi. Uh we're gonna end the show with uh with shy by danielle morgan and um we do you know uh let's see if we have time for we have a caller just called in and i think it was uh al who's been trying to call in so let's see hi you're on the michael calderon show hi mike thanks for finally getting through i uh, yes yeah i got your message that you you okay. sent in, you were getting a busy signal. Yeah, I'm getting busy signals, and even the email that was listed uh, was coming bounced back to me. So that's why I, I tried the alternate route. But in any event, uh, uh, just wanted to comment on your guest. I don't know how much more time you have, but so I'll make it brief and I'll highlight it. Uh, number one, tremendously refreshing to hear her speak and her statements, and also to hear you describe her as a a straight shooter, which comes through loud and clear, but also in a, uh, in a, uh, an appropriate way. The other thing was that uh, I can tell that she is secure in herself and what she's accomplished and will continue to accomplish by the mere fact that there was no reluctance on her part to say, to say I'm a healthy girl. Today, in today's world, people get hung up on pronouns and identities and, uh, you know, all the political correctness, jazz, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, so I commend her for saying that. And the other thing, like I say, I know your time is running out. 
but she is quite inspirational. And uh, we all go through things and we've been through things where we think we've been uh, knocked down and we think we have to get up or we know we have to get up if we're going right. to be able to move on. And one of the things that she mentions, which, which hit home with me, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, after all is said and done, I'm calling you flat on my back from a, a, a back problem in my bed right now. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. she, she said that uh, words to the effect that after all is said and done and you've gone through all the, uh, the challenges and everything else, then you have to kick in to kind of be your own superhero. Right. I think a lot I, I think a lot of people don't don't take note of that and they don't try to employ that because uh at at some point that's what really gets gets down to it. You can have help and you need help, but you have to uh as we say in the military, you just have to keep to uh and press on no matter what the uh, what's before you. But I've enjoyed the show, Michael, and uh glad to have been able to chime in a little bit. Wonderful. Thank you, Al, so much. I'm like I have tears right now and goosebumps, and um, I'm just thank you so much. Um, I'm kind of speechless. Thank you so much for calling in, and um, I am just so glad that somebody you can feel my true self. Um, I and do. I do. Thank you. Thank you. I do. Thank you. And, and Al, you're you're calling us. You're calling us from where, Al? Uh, New Kent County, Virginia. So. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm a former New York City guy, born and raised in Manhattan, and now I left the corporate world and all the rest of the jazz up in New York, and I live in the woods. <laughs> oh, you, you have a peaceful life. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I, I feel okay. very blessed and grateful. I yes. believe it. You deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Cavi and I and a bunch of people are coming to visit you to get some serenity up there. You're always welcome. You're always welcome. And I mean that uh, I mean that from my heart. Call my bluff and bring that other character, Joe Sanchez, with you. Okay. Yeah, oh, there gosh. You go. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks again, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you Thanks. Thanks for calling Take in from now. New Kent County, Virginia. Thank wonderful. You. Take care. All right, wonderful. Well, that was nice of him to call in. Uh, we got oh, him in wow. at the 11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Cavi, thank you so much again. And, uh, thank you. We're gonna, thank you. We're going we're gonna to close with uh, Shy by Danielle Morgan. And uh, you definitely want to follow Danielle Morgan, listeners. Uh, DanielleMorganMusic.com. You can follow her on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, you can download her music on iTunes and uh, and Spotify. Um, again, that's Danielle Morgan and John Merrigan, uh, friends from the UK, and uh, they're doing really well. And uh, Danielle is a uh, former uh, police officer from the Metropolitan Police Department in London. She served for, uh, I want to say, about seven years with the department. So we're going to go to Shy by Danielle Morgan. Cavi, I love you. Have a great night. Love you. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Okay.
And that is Shy by Danielle Morgan. You've been tuned to the Michael Calderon Show. We thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to listen to a past episode, go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Michael Calderon Show. You can listen to previous shows. If you have an idea for a show, send us a message through the show page at blogtalkradio.com. Thank you so much. Have a great week. God bless.